Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most of the places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Got an extra buck or two? You wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar? Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also, considering helping get the word on the street via social media, five-star rating and review, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Johnny Cash. Sometimes I am two people. Johnny is the nice one. Cash causes all the trouble. They fight. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 290. Please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distilleries, Adi Chrysler, Zombroda, and the B-Deal Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Got the chance to sing on a commercial today. I'll keep you posted if it pans out. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Thursday played at Beedo Club in St. Paul slash Roseville, Minnesota. Last Thursday with T-Birds in existence. Sure gonna miss those Bubba Burgers. Friday played at Hacks Pub in Milltown, Wisconsin with popular piano player Stephen C. Looking forward to having Stephen on the podcast soon. Saturday played at Rosetown Legion in Roseville, Minnesota. Happy birthday, Harley Davidson Andrew. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, May 5th, 2021, I'll be playing at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, May 6th, I'll be playing at B-Dale Club in Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Friday, May 7th, I'll be playing at Ingredients in Wiper Lake, Minnesota from 5 to 8 p.m. Saturday, May 8th, I'll be playing at Eagle Lounge in Fox Creek, Wisconsin from 7 to 10 p.m. It's part two of three with Matt and Heidi from the popular country band Hitchville. We talk the beginnings of the band, current country music, and much more. Enjoy the conversation. All right, so we just got done talking with Heidi Owens about her career and her influences and where she's from and all that kind of stuff. So it's time to turn to Matt here. I got a few questions for him. So, Matt, where are you from? What's your story? How'd you get to Hitchville here? I'm from Anoka, Minnesota. I grew up in, in Anoka, right up the road, basically, 20 minutes. And uh, I guess how I landed in... in being a, a country singer or whatever, liking country is, I mean, I we would sit in the living room at my parents' house, my brother and my dad and I singing along with, like, the Gatlin brothers, like, singing the harmony parts and stuff like that. And so I was, I wasn't really a country fan until probably, like, the mid-90s. Um, one of my best friends turned me on to Brian White. And she says she can't imagine. What on earth I'm waiting for 
having a higher voice like him, I would go out and do karaoke and do like Brian White tunes and stuff. And that's kind of what, you know. <laughs> What's, is Brian that Friends? Or fr- that's Michael Smith. Who's Brian yeah. White? Brian White was uh, very, uh, just young, great songwriter, good-looking cat from, I think his first record was 95-ish, 94, 95. What's bigger hits? Oh gosh, I mean, so much for pretending, uh, Rebecca Lynn, uh, I'm not supposed to love you anymore. Just a tremendous like ballad singer. Dude had just can sing for days and days. Um, uh, so that's kind of what got me into to singing country, I guess, you know. And then Heidi and I started Hitchville in like 2008. Um, and how that came together is a totally different story, but. I don't. I consider him probably my biggest. Was Hitchville your first band? Um, probably my first. Yeah, I mean, I did. I was in like a track show with two other girls that we sang to. Like that's where I saw you at the state fair. Probably, probably, yeah, yes. Uh, track show. Track show. So well, for, we, let's say my grandma's listening. What's a track show? So we we would sing to CD tracks, um, lights and fog. It was actually decent production, you know, but it was uh, we would sing. To, um, they were lucky a, to have you. Let's just put it that way. Well, thank you. It's very kind of you. They, they, so there was a little stoplight on top of our producers or the guy that ran the show. He, he'd sit back behind the machine, and there was a uh, like a little sideways stoplight with red, yellow, and green. Yet red meant like it was my turn. Yellow meant one of the girls was coming up. Green meant it was all three of us. A combination of red and yellow meant it was the girls. It was just it was craziness. So we always knew to not be. You know, slumming it at the bar with somebody. So do you somebody. have trouble with stoplights now? Do you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> do you start what, singing and Which through? one is which? Yeah, it's made me colorblind. <laughs> um, but that's where I started, and then I was in a, a like a twelve-piece funk rock band called Aria Stone in like oh five, oh three oh five. That was started by an independently wealthy guy uh, who was a tremendous writer and guitar player, and had was extremely wealthy and had put together this just killer 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 band horn section it was just amazing and the way he was going to get Arya Stone noticed is by hiring some national acts that he could pay for in the you know 30 to 40,000 dollar range and then have us open for them like at the Medina so we did shows with like Pure Prairie League Ambrosia Little Big Town I'm sorry uh uh Little River Band um Marshall Tucker uh uh Small what an incredible night. experience. It was crazy. Be, yeah. Hell catch him. Hell catch him, yep. Um so that as that was being put together, we did these some really, really tremendously successful shows, but at the same time, um, then this other pro, this other huge show came up in Hawaii that Heidi and I got put together on, and that's where Pitchville kind of was born out of. Just uh, randomly show. played in well, Hawaii. Well, we got it was a corporate gig, and he mm-hmm. needed a couple extra singers so that because his original four, he needed two, like a couple more so that he could put on a, a show that never stopped. He had a video going on in the background, and he didn't yep. want the show to ever stop. No breaks, no, and so. There would be three on stage at once, and the other would be back changing clothes. And then he'd bring all four four out, and they'd sing a couple, and then the others would be back changing. He decided to put us on a whole bunch of country. 
yeah. with one other girl, and we we kind of every time we ended up singing together as we got. You know, as we got practiced and knew what the heck we were doing, we would look, we got goosebumps when we would sing. And I'd be like, whoa, dude, I don't get those. What are those? Yeah, it was it was cool. <laughs> the, the the theme of the show, this was 2008, so the theme of the show was was 50 years of rock and Motown or something. But there was a bunch of country in there. So I, it was in, it was on the island of Kauai. The sale of Border Bourbon finished in Spanish cherry wine barrels is officially open. Also, the new neighbors over at Lift Bridge, New Richmond, officially are open as well. So check them out while you're in the area. 45th Parallel is a family-owned craft distillery in New Richmond, Wisconsin. They opened their doors in 2007 and went from making a single vodka, producing dozens of different spirits, including gins, whiskeys, and citrus liqueurs. 45th Parallel distillers are committed to a slow craft philosophy. Slow fermentation, slow infusion, slow detillation, slow blending, slow aging. Their is create high-quality spirits using local ingredients whenever possible and to provide visitors with a great experience. Stop in and check them out at 1570 Madison Avenue, New Richmond, Wisconsin. Check out 40footparallelodistillery.com for hours and more information. So when you're looking for a quality alcoholic beverage to enjoy while listening to your favorite local musicians, try 40th Parallel Distillery product. You won't be disappointed. Please drink responsibly. And uh, so we got flown out there, and it was, it was a big corporate show. It was a... Um, Bandag. It was a truck tire retreading company, and they do this every year. They have these big How parties. How this in, crap? I do not know. Yeah, I have my mother's memory, basically. Oh my goodness, it's like um, a steel trap. They, they hire they hire entertainment <laughs> for all of their um, franchisers or franchisees, and they have it at a different location around around the, the world every year. And that's what this was for. And and uh, so it was like a two three day thing. Yeah, it was it was so just it was super was like fun. Twelve of us flown out for this thing, and we ended up singing all kinds of country together. Yeah, and so we were like, "Hey, we sound we good like, together. Let's start a band when we get home." And I was like, "I've never done that." It wasn't just we sound good together. We were like, Shh, "Dang, that was freaking." Yeah, it was. We ass. felt that we had uh, something pretty special, well, and there were no country bands in town, so we're like, "No, nobody was." So we learned. We well, went home. High noon was, but not very. Uh, it seemed like they had kind of. Not had stopped playing as much or something. No, it was high noon and and Jesse Ernster's dad's band. What, Mark? I know you know who I'm talking about. Um, I know who you're talking about yeah. too, and I can't think of the name of the band right now. They they were the, really, but they had been around for a long time, you know, and 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 high more noon. traditional country, yeah, though, not noon. more the pop approach. Yeah, so. We were like, let's. We came home. We memorized like forty-five, fifty tunes. We're like, this is gonna be our set list, and then we went about putting the band together around that. And and well, we wanted to make sure we showed up and really sound like we were like the only way you're gonna get great players, and the only way you're, everyone's gonna know how serious you are is if you come and you just blow the doors off the joint so that nobody thinks this is a hack job. Yeah, this is so, not gonna be a bar band situation. This is gonna be like a really Really well, there's good. nothing wrong with the well, bar band. We do lots of those. Yes, but <laughs> we wanted to let the, these players know who we were trying out and whatever that this was a, a well-rehearsed group, and we took it seriously. And, uh, and how then, about the name Hitchville? I like because like I'm a big fan of like I like to do a lot of writing and stuff. And so Tennessee Williams says when you title anything, it's got to have a hard consonant or a k in it. So Hitch. Ville, it's got a it's very I catchy. I never thought of that. Yeah, and it it really so. Who thought of the title? 
Uh, wait, I have to tell this because you won't tell it right and you know you No, won't. I will. You mean the Billy part? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell that. Wait, no, I, wait, no. I, I have to because my response to it was way better well, I'll than let you, you tell res- it. I'll let you tell him because I don't even recall it exactly. <laughs> we, we had started, we were now going to put this band together, so we needed a name. And so at the time he was driving truck and he was... He was busy writing things down on paper, and I was like, if You were driving would... truck, Matt? I drove truck for 13 years, and I was writing potential names on napkins on the seat next and to I me. And I was doing I... the same at home, like, if something crossed my mind. So then, like, a, at a point of the day, we would call each other and be like, Well, this is the ideas I got today. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so at one point, he's like, What do you think of Hitchville Billy? And I was like, who the hell's Billy? Right. <laughs> Why the hell is Billy in there? Let's let's cut why, Billy why off and then we'll talk. <laughs> I don't know who Billy is, but Hitchville's kind of cool. Yeah. So then we talked about how, you know, at the time, because nobody was doing country and not many, and it was hard to get in, you know, the ones that were doing it were doing mostly events and things like that. They were, and there was only a select a number of bars. And we were like, what could we do to get to be a little bit more broader so that we can get in more places. And we were thinking, oh, Hitchville, it sounds like a town where people will go and hang out and everybody knows everybody. And we'll say that we're we're going to do some country and some rock. We'll be at the corner of country and rock in Hitchville. That was our tagline. So, I mean, it was tough. It was really tough because clubs and bars were afraid of the word country for the most part. So we had to market ourselves as country and rock. And we... And I had that idea, the idea as, as I was trying to think of names for the band is like I wanted it to feel like a place. I had like like the band named Sugarland in mind, for instance, like something with with a some type of um, tangible place in the name that would evoke like, hey, this is a cool place to hang out. Like, what do we say? Like, the beer is always cold. I know it's like it was yeah, in our bio had, for a while. We had stuff. So the people we are nice. The beer is cold that. in Hitchville. So. And it stuck, and we just had a, tons of positive. Well, as soon as we got rid of Billy, it. it stuck. Well, as soon as we, well, it never was officially Billy. Billy got booted really fast. I think Hitchville Billy hit her ears, and that was it. And then any other question about our name? <laughs> Who the hell is Billy? Reminds into, yeah. me of that song. And that was a pretty interesting time in the Twin Cities music scene too, because we were doing the Mark Sterry and the Whiskey Roses, and at the time, I didn't really know of any country bands either. Mm-hmm. And we were definitely not doing contemporary country at all. We were doing more of the Red Dirt, yeah, Texas, definitely. Oklahoma shit, the kind of outlaw stuff, a yep. lot of f bombs, beer yeah. drinking songs, whatever. And that went really good too. But then all of a sudden, and you guys were in Hitchville as well, and then it just blew up. Right. Where now there's a bunch of these outlaw country bands now that was just flooded with contemporary country bands but you guys were the forefront of all that i mean they were opening up bars because of that shit like toby keith's and yeah. all that stuff yeah, man. all because of that scene mm-hmm. right? and you guys were the front of that i remember distinctly I, it was hard it was really rough to get in places at Lease the 2021 Jeep Cherokee Latitude LUX 4x4 for just $399 per month for 42 months. Find your new SUV during the Jeep Celebration event today. I still love rocking the roads. My black Jeep Cherokee I got from Mighty Chrysler. When 250,000 miles my old car was just too much for the poor thing to take, I found myself looking for my new dream ride. And ID Chrysler and his staff can more helpful be choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple. Time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at Zoom 
ZombrotaCDJR.com or take the beautiful drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zombrota, Minnesota to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Zombrota today. Enjoy a safe spring season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. First, I would be on... I would be calling around, and it would be a half-hour conversation trying to convince them of, just just try us. I promise you, this is a great band. We'll have, you you don't realize like how many songs people don't know that they know, <laughs> like, and we'll, you just need to give this a chance. And do you guys remember your first show where you were like, this was a good idea, where you played and it just got over, and you guys like, oh, this is it. Well, our uh, it, it probably wasn't our first show ever. We we were lucky enough. <laughs> to, which one to do you remember snag- that stuck out? Like, okay, this was a good idea. I think probably one of our first shows at Bogarts. We we were lucky enough to get hooked up with at the time with K one hundred and two to sponsor our um, recurring kind of house gig there on Thursday nights, um, and we did that for six weeks maybe, mm-hmm. and it just it just wasn't hitting. You know, it they they we're putting too much money into it, not getting enough money uh, out of it. And so uh, that was hard, fun. We knew that was, it was, it was hard for, I mean, at that point we, Heidi and I were paying 30, 40 f- bucks out of our own pocket to make sure all the guys went home with maybe 50 bucks, you know, <laughs> and I don't miss those days a- at all. And that's when I was driving <laughs> trucks. So I would, we're playing at Apple Valley. I lived up, you know, North of the t- at the time. So I'd get home at, Two thirty-three in the morning. Have to get up at five to go into work the next day. So every thir- every Friday morning, I was just like, "This is just fun." But uh, I mean, that's those Time are the things that you donuts. that you keep, you know, kind of stacking those blocks and building building what we have now. And do you remember they're the great. first show that you were like, "Oh yeah, that's it." I feel like it was like that outside show we did when it was absolutely freezing, but it was for some hockey thing. And we were, it was like real early on. And what? Got, like I got like. And why is that? Or wasn't, out, out? It there. wasn't for the no. It wasn't for that. It was for some something else. And we did it outside, and it was freezing. We had these heaters blowing at us. But I remember, remember we just brought like it was. It's like we were over those those first growing pains. Yeah. Of what we had to do to get through that. Yeah. First that that was that was a tremendously fun show. I, I for me. I don't even remember maybe, what it was called. I don't either. But for me, maybe our first um, of what ended up being several main stage performances at these big country festivals. How did you get those? Did you have a booking agency or you just did I it? I didn't. Well, she, How? we decided wow. right away that we're going to represent ourselves. Well, and that's because I'd had a horrible experience. Yeah, she, she came from Pokemon yeah. with that and was <laughs> petrified. So I was like, uh-uh, we're not, uh-uh, I'm not, we're not taking any chances here for a while. And I know, for the most part, I felt like I'd been doing what I'd been doing for 10, 11 years. So I felt like if there's some place we want to play, I'm pretty sure I know who runs the joint or who owns it or who's doing yeah. what. And I thought, she why is somebody going to do better than it, I'm going to do? I know these people. Yeah. So... And, and and I'm not going to steal from us. <laughs> so there's there's Like your that. old manager. That's yes. huge. So yeah. I yeah I thought I I mean why why pay some we're barely making anything here in the beginning anyways for a, for quite for a couple of years it was like a, so I was like the last thing we need to do is see somebody walk out the door that's you know just let me do it 
um, and, and it and it ended up, you know, I used to challenge myself because I'd be like, I'm going to get on the phone with this guy and I'm going to totally sell him. And I got on the phone and I'd be blah, blah, blah. This we're just It's a great band and it's got great vocals and there's great players and you just got to have it and you'll see the crowd's going to love it. And he'd be like, well, you know, we're probably going to have to pass. And I'd be like, damn it, this is Christy Love from Boogie Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> and I hated when I had to throw that card, pull but I can't tell Christy you how card. many times it, they would be like, why didn't you just say so? And I'm like, because I was trying to sell you on how great this band is without that. <laughs> and, and and a few times it worked for me, but I did end up having to throw that card out a few times, and I was grateful for it at that point, you know, because I was like, wow, okay, this thing's working. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they knew that I wasn't going to come with a shit band at that point, you know, so I'm like, well, at least give us a chance. You don't think people are going to love country, but look at now. Yeah. Look at now. It's like... I was going to ask you guys that. So what do you think about the state of modern country music? So I remember when they had all the the country bars and like I remember even a halftime wreck here in St. Paul like she turned it into a, like a country honky tonk yeah. thing. Yep. But I've seen a lot of that kind of go away but also it's harder to get shows as a big band, you know, nowadays for budgets for bars is for what I've seen. Oh yeah. Um so what do you what's your guys' viewpoint of like the modern country music scene? Nowadays, in in town here, in general around this area. In, well, it's there are established acts like like us. I mean, there there's a handful that have been doing it for a bit. I don't think there's anyone doing, I guess, country or contemporary. Our, our show has kind of evolved as stuff on the radio is released, and you know we're mixing it in with our original stuff. I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club, located on the corner counter of B and Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is a fact. The Mike Mondry Classic Mini Golf Tournament will be held on Sunday, May 23rd. More information and sign up at the bar. Rob, Emily, Natalie, Kate, Shell, the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail artists. As of late, my libation of choice is a classic Greyhound. And there to quote 16-time world champion Ric Flair. Tasty little devils. Save the date. Bedo Club Barbecue Contest, August 7th. Live music, pool table, pull tabs, bingo, botch ball tournaments, and much, much more. Bedale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. We're, we both are not a huge fan of a lot of stuff that's come out in the last five, ten years. You know, I, it's really got to... Like, somebody like Luke Combs who is bringing some of this just real instruments back into the studio and not having a snap track instead of a snare... You know, and all the other crap is that's just that's just this Kool Aid that everyone is drinking on 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 mainstream country radio. So we also found it really difficult that to pick those songs because they're all mid tempo, and it's very everything's like mid tempo. Yeah. I think that's when I get out tempo. of it. Tempo, and yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. What what the hell are we gonna do to brighten up the day? Di- like we need people to get out of their chairs, and everything's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's all almost like it night. was invented so. to have at like a dentist office or like a working office to have <laughs> right. in the background, yeah, yeah. like just yeah. mid tempo songs. Yep, you know, pr- some great some songs, girl. but all mid tempo, and not the kind that got people up out of their chairs to dance because. And not the kind that the bar owners wanted bands to play because that's not keeping the dance floor pack. It's not keeping booze being sold. It's you know, and when you're doing something like we're doing, that's all stuff that that's as when you're trying to to Appease come across everyone. as as an artist as 
so to speak. It's it's tough to shelf that sometimes. And her and I would have some, you know, had had plenty of discussions over the years of. We're calling them discussions. We really, <laughs> really, yeah. That there were sometimes painful. Like it's, you give up a certain amount of of creativity and artistry when you ha- are playing for six hundred drunk people that that they the, all they want to do is is sell is sell is sell booze. You know, so you you got to shelf the original tunes. You got to shelf these tunes that the band can just freaking kill to do uh, you know wagon wheel or something. You know, because people are gonna lose their shit over it. So. We haven't done Wagon Wheel in probably oh, six years. I was going to ask you guys, but uh, do you, if you had to pull one that gets over with the crowd, but you have to do it, but, but it makes a, you like just want to like it takes away every every we don't portion of your like of your artistic soul. We made a deal, remember, pretty early on. I said I to like, hell with that shit too. Never, Wagon Wheel's up ever, there for me. Yeah. Ever are we going to do a song that we hate so much that we don't want to do it? What's right. an example of a song crowd. you did hate that much? And you just sell it like you're an actress on Young and the Restless. Yeah, you probably could think of that better than I can because there really wasn't anything that I. Well, we got to somewhere. I was like, oh, we're g- can we just skip this one? Tonight? Which one? I don't know. Maybe I think Wagon Wheel probably got that way. Yeah, that's why it disappeared yeah, it from that the set list. It was like when you stopped remembering what the words were after we'd done it for you know five hundred years, <laughs> yeah, and we were like, we so probably need autopilot. to get rid of this. You're like, <laughs> never known to slot in sandbox. Well, and, and, and he decided like, he couldn't uh, remember what the notes were, and we'd be like, dude, it didn't care. You've got to hit the right notes, or <laughs> well, this one doesn't work. It's it's a little tough when you yeah when you. Start the song with the capo on the wrong fret, and then the rest of the band's like, "Hey, what you doing, bro?" That Getting larks in, fun. you guys. That was fun. Yeah, because I would start the like, tune, and you when, know, when you're saying something hundred thousand times, it feels like, and you can't remember the words. It's time to get the hell rid of it. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's how you know. And we we did make a deal real early on that we were going to agree. On, we we usually go over like what songs we're going to do with together, so that. We both like them equally as much, knowing that we are now going to be committed to singing this for quite some time, or at least it will come back, and it's one that we we don't want to have to... We do our best to learn songs that we know we're going to like for a long time. Yeah, what is like the newest song to your set list, or the newest song you guys the have The most recent? Like, yeah. <laughs> a boy, contemporary. I would have a no. We've- oh, we just, we're doing the, the duet. Oh yes, Carly Pierce's tune. Um, hope you're happy now. That she recorded with Lee Bryce. Um, that was her. That went to number one r- really, really quickly. She just she was on the Opry this last week. Every Saturday night, the Opry does a, a live uh, thing, and they can have people in the audience now, which is really cool. But every Saturday night, they stream it on their YouTube channel. So that's been kind of my country food during this time that we haven't been playing as often. And she was just on the Opry again this last weekend, and she, she's 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 going to be really good. Her last her most recent record, Twenty Nine, is just she's a really good writer i think this is going to be a huge record for her but that's probably the newest song that we do probably by five six years maybe 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 speechless from dan and shay but that's even no we've done some luke 
Holmes, and we've Luke done Holmes, some. yeah. But I guess right now, the most recent song we do is probably that duet, which when that came out, I had no idea Lee Bryce could sing like that. I mean, the dude is it's it's a great Didn't he do hard to love. It wasn't his hit song. That was one of them. Yeah, yep. But he's I when I first heard it, it's probably nine months ago. I was like, I recognize Carly Pierce's voice, but I'm like, who the hell is the dude? And then I it, it got done and. I, they're like, well, that's Carly Pierce and Lee Bryce. I'm like, Jesus, Lee Bryce can freaking sing, man. I was so impressed. And and so we worked it up just, I don't know, a couple months ago. And it's a great, t- we, it's, we sound great doing it. It's, it's just a great, think? I think it's I think it's an awesome, awesome Just ask tune. us. Ask us how we sound. Just I mean, I, no, we sound great. All, I'm just going to tell All modesty you. aside, it's, it's a great <laughs> song for our, it's a, a great key. Remember that humble pie I told you about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm full of humble pie tonight. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, 45th Parallel Distillery, ID Chrysler, Zumbroda, and the B-Dale Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Everybody says we're just like fireworks sitting on a can of gasoline. Every other day we blow up, every other other day we fight. Never have I ever thought I would never ever call, never ever call you mine. Even when it's bad, it's good. It's almost like it's understood. Even when it's wrong, it's right. It's never really black or white. Cause even when
It's almost like it's understood Even when it's wrong, it's right It's never really black or white 